0: listening to the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast. Welcome to the Davenport Junior Theater Podcast, the podcast where we explore the past, understand the present, and dream of the future. My name is Courtney Cook, and I am your host. On today's podcast, we have Lauren Sasha. How are you doing today, Lauren? I'm doing great. How are you, Courtney? It's great to be here. I'm doing great, and it's great to have you. We can just jump right in. Can you start by telling us a little about yourself?
1: Sure. I am a resident of the Quad Cities. I've been here for almost 10 years. Um, I got familiar with junior theater when I was first um, came to the Quad Cities for my graduate program in museum studies. Um, I'm a big proponent of the arts and wanted to find work that was going to fuel creativity. Um, I love the imagination and, and excitement that children have. I've gone through a lot of school. I have had a wide variety of interests and career paths, um, studied printmaking in the fine arts uh, originally. Then I went into museum studies, really tried to build a career in the arts, um, ended up relocating back to Chicago, doing art restoration for a while, doing recruitment, ended up getting my MBA because there is, sometimes there it can be hard depending on the type of work that you want to get into. And um, I like to learn endlessly. So I ended up working in a a corporate environment for a while. Um, I worked for the New York Times for over six years and I led their customer service team and kind of built up that portion of their business. And now I'm doing a lot of freelance and consulting work. Um, I'm really looking. To really dedicate myself back to the arts, um, I loved working for a Fortune 500 company. I learned a lot of great things, made a very good living, but still ultimately knew that I wasn't living most my most authentic self. And so now I'm just kind of exploring where I want to go with my career and and doing working with a lot of small businesses and building out strategy, and that's fun and creative and really just looking to kind of see where I go next in the creative in the creative field.
0: Yeah, that's that's so cool that you're doing that because like we were we were just talking before this and you were telling me that no path is really linear or you have so many stops along the way getting to what you really want to do. So it's really cool to hear about your pro- progress to where you are today. Thank you. So, um, getting into your role when you were here at Davenport Junior Theater, so you were the first dance coordinator. Can you tell us what that experience was like, especially since it was had a hand in starting the dance program?
1: It was so much fun. I loved working with everyone at junior theater, the leadership, all of the students and staff. What was really, it was really interesting starting the junior theater dance program at that time is there, I didn't have like a very formal, formal dance background um, in terms of like competitions or anything like that. But dance has always been obviously a big thing in my life. So for me, it was really about one, how do I, creating the environment and the space for the students that come in that feels like an extension of junior theater. So I didn't want it to feel like a a fully separate program because it was very integrated. At the time when I started there, we actually didn't have like costumes for recitals. We just had plain t-shirts. I wasn't sure like if that was the vibe or image that Junior theater really wanted to push. so it was it was a little more simple at the time. But really, like working with the teachers, interviewing the instructors, learning about how classes and schedules work and what theater programs could help support the dance program, and vice versa was just really fun to kind of build out and discuss. Daniel Sheridan was still executive director at the time, and he was just, super involved. And we worked really closely together to build out this program and kind of launch to do marketing and get students to come. And uh, the first year was really successful. And I think it's been 10 years since that's been going on. And, you know, from what I can tell, each year, it just seems to grow and become more grounded in being a really fundamental part of the dance and creative community in the Quad Cities. And it's been awesome to just see that grow. I wasn't there for very long, but the one thing that I think I loved the most is just seeing everyone's level of commitment in junior theater to make a program that offered something for the students before thinking about how the organization would benefit from it. And I loved that. It was it was really student program first. And I think they carry that through in all of their programs now. But that was, that was by far one of the best experiences I've had um, in my career.
0: That's really great. I don't really dip into much of the dance side of junior theater as much as I do typically the theater side. But it's really great because I still have a lot of Parents that I talk to just either here at the campus or outside in the community, those who are dance parents always just say how it's such a great experience for their kids. In the past, it was a great experience and how it just continues to be that for them. That's so great. Starting out when you were starting the dance program, uh, did you feel like your background in uh, museum studies and arts was a benefit at the time? I
1: definitely think so. Um, I mean, the arts in general, understanding artists as people and also fundamentally like the importance of the arts for individuals um, to really foster creativity, imagination and competence. Museum studies was different in terms I think more of like the studies on the administrative side was actually very helpful um, because museum studies had a whole nonprofit administration component to its curriculum which works really well with junior theater in the city of Davenport. So from a business perspective and nonprofit perspective, I was able to understand and tie in a lot. But I think having the art background and the personal dance background probably leveraged more for me. But since I had to kind of create the dance studio and paint and all, I think the exhibition planning obviously would, would be a, a helpful piece there. But I think just the nonprofit side was definitely a helping point for me.
0: Absolutely. And I'm sure in your, um, like you saying it, the museum studies has a bit of an administrating portion to it, but with that also comes a lot of leadership as well. Mm-hmm. So that really fed into your time here, I bet. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, and like you said, you weren't here for very long. You actually wrapped up your experience after uh, just one year. Can you tell us a little bit what that experience was like?
1: It was very emotional. I remember my la I announced to everyone leaving at, at the final showcase. Um, and it was very hard because I'd built such good relationships. It was so amazing. One thing I was really thankful for is staying a lot and long enough to see like the full performances happen. But you know, I still have a corn plant that Daniel and Jessica gave me when I was leaving ten years ago, and it, you know, I think for me, even though it was a short stint, it was such a remarkable part of my career experience and learning how to collaborate with people and um, working with a team of people that all are working towards the same goal. But leaving was very hard, and I, I feel like I part of that experienceable I'll always carry that I greatly miss the organization I love seeing what everyone's doing and you know life circumstances I was offered a career opportunity that offered me more for what I was studying um which is the main reason why I left but um if I could go back maybe I wouldn't have I would have maybe stuck it out a little longer
0: regardless even after you left you actually came back in later years and worked from time to time being a scenic painter especially like you did an amazing mural on the upstage wall for Ramona uh can you talk more about that that was so much fun I again I've I was working at the New York Times at the
1: time but had missed being involved in the arts and in the local community especially. Um, working from home and then traveling, I lost touch with the Quad Cities over the last few years. Um, So it was a way for me to kind of stay on the creative pulse. Um, It was really interesting because I worked full-time and then most of the rehearsals for the kids and students were in the evening. So You really couldn't get any painting done until all of the rehearsals were over. So I would show up at like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. And I would paint by myself in the theater on like a 30 foot ladder until like 12 or one o'clock in the morning, several days a week to get the stage ready. And I was often by myself and it was a really cool experience to be in such a great space and to feel like I could bring the scene together um before there were any of the actors were there. But it was it was awesome to kind of see the set develop as the students would also be developing their skills and their memory. So it felt very fluid to me and and how that process worked. And I would often try to come at least catch the end of the rehearsals before I would work. Um just I I obviously love seeing the performances and what the students are doing. But it was I couldn't keep that up working a pretty intense job and, you know, needing sleep at some point. But for Mm -hmm. those quick bursts, like it was so much fun just to be involved and also feel like I was able to contribute to a large amount of people that could enjoy it and have fun um, and use it as form of their play. That felt really good to know that I could contribute to something like that.
0: So besides the Ramona Quimby show, uh, what other shows did you do scenic design for? That's a great question. There, or I know there a were painting. T- I should say there were.
1: There was at least two different ones. One of them, I remember, we painted this huge tree. I don't remember the actual showcase for it. I'll have to go back. This was this was 2016, probably. Um, So you'll have to go through your archives. <laughs> but but it was a huge tree that the actors would like ramp on, Um, and there was like all different kinds of seasons. So it was really focused, this big tree focal point. Um, I'm trying to remember the actual showcase. I'm at a loss. Um, But those were, I think those were the main two big showcases that I did the scenic painting for. And then wherever I could volunteer help, I would. Mm -hmm. I used to donate a lot of like costumes and clothing and stuff like that to junior theater also. Um, But those were the main two events, I think, from the scenic painting side
0: and scenic painting honestly is so fun to do. I don't do much of the seating pa- scenic painting around here, but I'll like go in if the scenic painter needs help just like doing the undersides of the platforms and I'm like i sure. will yeah, just crawl under there and paint everything black. That's great. It's fun. It's relaxing
1: and it's um I don't know, for me I I like being physical. I need to be fi- mm-hmm. I work in a job that keeps me very stationary typically. So having an outlet to be physical and move and sp- Solve a different kind of problem, like how do I use the paintbrush so the paint doesn't fall in my face when I'm painting under? Those are very simple things, but they're just different ways of thinking and and um it's a nice break from the day to day every once in a while,
0: yeah. So now we've kind of touched on how um your history of arts and dance have kind of uh, had an impact on your life and the things you do for the past couple of years. How do they still carry on in aspects of your life today?
1: I dance every day in my house it's my form of stress relief it's my form of exercise um like i mentioned i'm a i'm a mover so oftentimes i actually use dance as a way of just kind of shifting my mood or if i'm stuck on a problem or some sort of situation that i don't have all the answers for i take a dance break and i dance in my house for five solid minutes and I come back and I can think clearly and I feel better. And I f- have like this charge of energy that is exciting to kind of tackle what I do next. Dance for me has always just been like a form of expression. So even I use dance as a way of kind of working through my emotions and I'm um, thinking about what am I feeling? How can I move my feelings out and then get to myself to be more grounded so i know that my thoughts are clear and that i am serving myself and others when i speak or make a decision and especially having i'm a mom of a of a toddler so my son just turned 3 years old he is the best um and i think also having like that youthfulness and having having a child just everything is play and everything is fun and wanting to encourage him to be fearless and expressing himself and wanting to move and not feel embarrassed for being silly. Um, I have to model that. So I'm definitely doing much more art, much more dance and play in my day to day, because I hope that my son can do that and be confident in that as, as he gets older. Um, and that's been so much fun. So being a mom definitely allows me to be more silly and I dance a lot more than I used to. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's definitely amazing to hear because I think that's a good point. Just like especially letting everyone, especially kids know just like you have to find whatever works for you as anxiety, stress, like release, whatever you can do to work through your emotions. And knowing that it's OK, whatever you do, what it is, like you said, dance or art. I have a lot of those same kind of things for a release. Uh, but just knowing that you don't have to be embarrassed about what you're doing is great to hear. So a little uh, backing away from all the kind of theater-based, uh, dance-based, Davenport Jr. theater-based questions. We always, always like to ask this question as a little fun question, but if you could have lunch with anyone, uh, living or not, who would it be and why?
1: I'm stuck between two, but the one that's living, and I've actually met her in person at a conference, but I haven't had a chance to, like to sit and have lunch with her. <laughs> um, and she's a psychologist named Esther Perel. She is dynamic and I think has some really unique perspectives on human behavior and collaboration. She has a lot of work on, you know, personal relationships and intimate relationships, but also work settings and friendships and building trust and understanding different perspectives. And she's someone that I think just gets humans, just gets humans. And I think that's, she's someone I would love to just kind of pick apart her brain and um, you know, maybe she could help me with some of my own things that I'm going through, <laughs> but uh, she's, she's someone that I would definitely like encourage, especially young women, to get familiar with in terms of how to understand your own feelings and not project on others, but also understanding others and being able to process things objectively um, and where that can help leverage you in your creativity and your productivity in just your overall well-being. I think the other person... Who's no longer living would be Napoleon Hill. Just a brilliant mind in terms of understanding the world, strategy, economics. Um, there's a lot of remarkable texts that he's written that I've found very useful and just really insightful over the years. So those would be my my two. I can never just pick one person for lunch. I like group. I like brunch.
0: I like group group lunch. That's that's really great. And those are. I I will definitely be looking up those people because I don't know much about either of them, but they sound amazing. The next question I have for you is uh, why do you think programs like Davenport Junior Theater, especially the dance program, are so important?
1: I mean, truly, it comes down to confidence and the social skills that and and collaboration. Dance is really hard. Um, Dance and theater are very different. They both have the core fundamental aspects of collaboration and partnership. Dance, though, there's so much precision that needs to be involved in a group setting and working and being a good team player and supporting each other when everybody has different skill sets, I think is a really humbling journey for kids to go through and to learn how to build their confidence and see themselves get better. Um, That is, I think, one of my favorite things, but it's that sense of community and really being able to ignite ideas and goals in children so they can set something that they want to achieve. Even if it's something that seems mundane and not something that they would do for a career, but the concept of having a child want to set a goal for themselves and seeing them hit that and seeing them hit that with collaboration and partnership of their peers is so cool. And I think junior theater does such a good way of elevating individuals and the entire cohort or group of kids together. And I've just seen so many amazing friendships of students come out of that, like long-term, lifelong friendships that come out of junior theater, um, of people that are on the staff that went to junior theater, that their staff members went to junior and that's how they met. And it's it's a really amazing history that's there that feels really important to keep as grounded in the Quad Cities as much as possible.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It's really great to see just kind of the generations upon generations that have moved through Davenport Junior Theater and then came back to it because it's just something that they found their passion in or just had a calling to go back to it. And they just continue to give that inspiration and love of theater and dance to the younger generation. Yeah, it's it's the best. I love... I just, I love the excitement too. And there's just
1: a sense of belonging a lot of, I just get the students that they feel. And and even when I go back on campus and I'll check out one of the showcases, or sometimes I just like to drive by and reminisce of my time there, but there is a feeling of welcome, um, and a feeling of inclusion that is really, really important. And, and they do it really well.
0: Now, uh, before we sign off for the podcast today, um, the last thing I just want to ask is if there's anything else you'd like to share with us today.
1: I mean, you asked really great questions <laughs> um, and we covered a lot. There's really you know nothing in particular that I'd like to share other than, one, I'm very excited that my son is now of age to sign up for Junior Theater in the fall. So I can't wait to be more acquainted <laughs> on, on the other side as a parent. But really just how thankful I've been for the organization and the city of Davenport and just all of the amazing work that comes out of junior theater, both the dance and the theater side. It is such... It's truly one of the organizations that has allowed the Quad Cities to make me to make the Quad Cities feel like home for me, not being from here originally. And so I, you know, that I think says a lot about the integrity of of who they have supporting all of the programming and really what their mission is for the all of the actors and students that they help.
0: And it's really nice because I think that even carries on into the staff, because I personally and not from the area either. So I did not grow up in this program, but just working here has been an amazing, amazing experience. And I'm like, yeah, I really feel like this is just one of the best aspects of the community here. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but
1: that's really all that I, I had to say. I really appreciate just kind of taking the time and um, kind of meeting today, but this was a really great experience and, and I hope this helps
0: Of course. And it was so great to have you on. And thank you for taking time out of your day to speak with me. Absolutely. This has been the Junior Theater Podcast. Thank you for listening.